host Jim Gast, joined by Mike Sneed. What's up? Corey Feinstein. Well, ahoy. And Tony Corkinakis. Hello. Welcome, guys. Listeners and viewers, welcome to 542 of the, uh, the Gamecast. Woof. Um, yeah. Uh, it's been an interesting week. Uh, we've got some news to talk about. Um, a lot of stuff came up today, actually, which is funny. But um, we'll get into that in just a minute. I am on a gaming laptop, though. I think that's fun. So uh, <laughs> it's not it's not mine. It's it's my work. Uh, but I am on a gaming laptop, which is cool. Uh, it's a 4000 Ryzen 9 series uh, with a GeForce 2060. Uh, so not a 3060. I didn't go 3060. I went 2060. But uh, it's nice. It's looking, it's looking good. Running Linux for those nerds out there. I'm bad at Linux for those wondering. Really bad. But uh, I think everybody's bad at Linux. At yeah, first. I mean, I remember, you, don't, you, know this? you don't use it all the time. You're yeah, you're, you're not good at it. <laughs> Here's the problem. It the, the problem with it is is I'm I'm I, believe it or not I remember DOS like I remember DOS. So like I remember the commands to type and everything like that. Like I know it like the back of my hand. So when I do that here, it doesn't work because it's different. And I'm just like I can't I can't do this. No, Linux is not DOS, though, Jim. No, I know, but I'm like I see a like, terminal what? and I'm it's like, oh, I remember like DOS. I'm gonna use this on the Mac. Like what? it doesn't correlate. <laughs> some, but some stuff does work that way. IP like, the big man. Yeah, like some of it. Some well, of it not on, not on Linux. Hmm. Is it IF config on Linux? I remember I, I know, tried Linux there's like this in college and CD I think the dot first dot stuff does. day I had to install it like six times because I would forget to install certain whatever components that you needed to. And it was just like, shit, I don't have network drivers. Like, well, That's, reinstall Linux. <laughs> yeah, I'm on Ubuntu right now. Ubuntu or Ubuntu, whatever you say this word is. Uh, and I, um, I had Mint on here originally and Mint is just bare bones and I couldn't get this thing to work at all. And so now it's to this and this is actually pretty straightforward so i get some weird errors in the beginning but i know that this is a brand new laptop and the drivers are, it, jim if you're gonna, gonna... yeah the, the <laughs> drivers are just i know it's brand new so like it's probably need some updates for the drivers and such but this laptop because it it's you know it just came out so um but yeah um so that's that you know for me i haven't gotten to play much games yet uh i want to play outrider still how's that going anybody playing that more Corey? playing a lot I'm sure of you that. Play a lot yeah. i have beaten the game uh, as far as wow. the story goes, I'd say story-wise took probably somewhere between thirty to forty hours. Wow! Maybe. So it's a good, good so amount. Of I, I mean, I'm addicted. This is not. I've not been addicted to a game like this since you know Borderlands. I'd say. <laughs> um, yeah, it's. Is so Borderlands not, two or which Borderlands? I just say Borderlands. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, it's it's so fantastic that like I am forgiving every single like glitch and error and things that you know need to be worked out but yeah it is fantastic and what's really cool is like i because i've been playing mostly solo but i've been playing with mike also so actually it's been 50 50 not you mike sorry you know madcast um and the story is really well done i like the story i thought the story is, was really cool and the way that this the ending fits into how because obviously it's a looter shooter you want to have end game content the ending fits right into that like what you do at the end is why you have endgame content <laughs> and it's really cool so i thought that the story wise is really neat and it is not a living world like destiny where you're seeing other guardians or outriders in this case you're not seeing that here uh, because of the story and some of the story beats that go on in that but what you're doing is is fantastic it's just so much fun in the classes this the quality of life stuff in this game is just far and beyond anything else that i've played in this genre in the genre it's like 
your skill cool. tree, you can just reset it anytime at zero cost. It does not affect any, like you don't have any resources you have to gather or, or currency that you need to get to reset your class um, skills. You can just do that anytime you want and you know play around with them. And then all the weapons, they have three, potentially three attributes, depending on how, the quality of rarity, um, which then you also have two mod slots and the mod slots can, you can change out different mods and those are just so much fun to play around with. And then you'll know when you have a mod already assigned to your character because it'll, it'll have a little icon that says that, or you'll know if you've unlocked that mod for future use. So it's just with just at a glance. And so just quality of life stuff is amazing. And like the, my, the best feature, my favorite feature is just um, the auto loot system where mm. as soon as everything has dropped, you can just hit down on the D-pad on the controller, I think H on a keyboard, and you just pick everything up on the entire map you do not have to run over to it you don't have to know that it's there like someone opens a chest like mike and i have been playing like he opened a chest across the map i hear it like open in my in the audio and and just hit i just hit loot it's like oh cool i got this and then i'll go do something over here and like mine a resource and he's like oh it's like hey auto loot man and it's like got it it's like it's just so awesome it's like those are the things that just make it so good so the exact opposite of red dead redemption 2 (laughs) <laughs> exactly. I still, I still get triggered thinking about that game. It couldn't be a more yeah. different type of genre, like, but, like, yeah. but I mean, that's it's the still thing. a still quality of life issue, Mike. That's no, that's the genre whole idea spanning of that game, though. Like, like, I, I didn't so like quick. it that much, but that's the idea. Yeah, I mean, if you're look, I mean, you just use loot everything, and then just you know, it's amazing. And you can shoot a guy across the map; he'll drop something. You just hit down and pick it up, and now you have it <laughs> across like, the map. Like, this is something like Borderlands we should have had. Yeah, no, I mean, because you see it and you're like, don't die, don't die, oh no, I died, and then you lose it, right? Like, yeah, you don't have to worry about that here. Like, I, ah, think I don't might, have to clear the map, just hit down, you get it all, and then I think go. you might get stuff anyway if you do die before you pick oh, something. I, I guess I, I'm just thinking of like, I've had those cases, and, like, other I, I like, oh, shit, well, that's gone, I have to try this again, but uh, yeah, it's all it, mm, it's so good. And the other thing I want to mention real quick before you go, because I know you played it too, Mike, is that I did play with someone on a PS4 while I was playing on my Xbox. Very cool. Whoa. Crossplay. Crossplay. And it worked. So so I actually started this last night. And I remember you mentioned that, but I didn't actually notice that button. So I've been running the things and just picking them up. (laughs) But uh, it's interesting. So I've only played it solo so far. Uh, The prologue is the kind of long it is i figured you should get through that i'm a little disappointed though because i know this is sort of designed for uh like you know three-player squads but nothing narratively makes that make sense like at all like narratively you should be alone um so what so the narrative is you are the last outrider (laughs) uh i kind of uh I don't know. I sort of thought like maybe they would like incorporate it a little better, but whatever. Um, and the story is so far like uh, there's a little mystery to it, and it seems a little over serious though. I think it needs to like lighten up a little. It doesn't. It takes itself a little too seriously um, to the point where some of it is kind of laughable unintentionally. <laughs> like some some goes wrong early on in this, and I just started laughing. <laughs> like you're not supposed to, but it's like oh, but. Um, and but no, it's it definitely tries more than this type of game, story wise. That's good. And I like your character just doesn't give a shit. This character is like it's a, funny a shoot first, I, ask cause, later. Because at first, like so, I, at least for the male version of the character, at first it's like oh, there's not much to him, and then I'm like you know there, 
I kind of like he's given me a little bit of a Harrison Ford vibe. This guy, like he's a little bit of like a, a Han Solo, like Indiana Jones, like you know, he just he's like, oh, I'm having a bad day, and he just like shoots someone without asking questions, <laughs> like that type of dude. So it's interesting. Um, it's definitely yeah a lot more story than I expected in a, this type of game, and I'm gonna be curious to see how it goes playing with other people because I haven't yet. I kind of feel like the story kind of doesn't want me to even though the gameplay oh yeah it's interesting (laughs) it definitely doesn't like narratively make sense like you said but but it's more fun with other people obviously yeah i'm sure i i'm a little confused by the world tier or level or whatever that is yeah it's a little interesting it's just like the way like you get better rewards the higher your world it says it's like a, a difficulty but it it also feels like something you should just do automatically almost like level scaling i'm not sure Mm-hmm. No, it's like it. you don't have to think about it until much later, really. But I will say, like, I did almost have, have to lower it. I didn't. I, I fought through, but I mm. it suggested I lowered it once because I died on this one boss like five times in a row. Yeah, like that's the one thing I will say that sucks in this game. If you're playing solo, you get like a section of the, the game and you do not clear it. Like if you die to the last guy, it'll start, restart you at the very beginning of that section. Instead of like where like there's no checkpoint for that, I mean, so, like, you could spend like half an hour in a section potentially. I'm mean, probably not that long, but you know like ten minutes, fifteen minutes on a section, and then die as the last guy, and you have to restart the whole thing. Because in co-op, you don't have to worry about that. your partner can get you up, yeah, or you no, get yourself up. But yeah, but no, it's it's fun and it's, it's surprisingly fun to play solo. Um, I just I just wonder what it's gonna be like, you know, when I get other people around who care less about the story but we shall see um and you do feel pretty powerful pretty early on in the game which was good like you kind of feel like i think you're supposed to based on the story and all the powers are really fun what, what class did you use i think the same one you did. i chose the trickster the trickster nice it's because i especially solo i feel like just rushing in is like kind of what you got to do mm-hmm. so yeah no, I'll, I'll be on there <laughs> Yeah, Apple is telling me because he's playing that Tony, and he's like saying he's gonna pick the Devastator, which is like an Earth-based character, and he's gonna pick the female version and call her Toph. <laughs> I was like, nice, nice, <laughs> very nice. I respect cool. that. Nice. All right. Um, anything else, guys? Those for either you two, I know Tony didn't yet, but I'm pretty much mopped up most of the side right. stories in Yakuza T- Six. And that was it. Yeah. Tony. Uh, it's I've... Final Fantasy and Monster Hunter Rise. So, yep. nothing really new to report yep. there. Yeah, I didn't get, like I said, to start. I reactivated my, um, like I said, my Game Pass subscription. That was good. And I just haven't gotten really around to getting some games on there yet. Uh, so oh, by the way, I was playing Outriders on Game Pass. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, where it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, speaking of which, xCloud apparently is beta knowing. Uh, beta knowing. Is betaing now. <laughs> uh, so... Yeah, uh, iOS included as P- NPC. So you get both. Ver- you can like go to a web browser in your iOS device, and you can uh, play Xbox games through a browser essentially. Um, I haven't tried it yet. I haven't gotten the invites. Invite only right now, but it's mm. actually happening. So uh, the difference between this one and a, you know, the service that we've all forgotten Every about. Other one that's failed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wow. uh, the service that we, that's what I mean. The service that we've all forgotten about is this one actually has games included in the library. So um, yeah, I think that uh, I think it's got good promise. Plus, it's co- coming from a gaming company, not like from you know, like Amazon does include games in their stuff. Uh, I think that's Luna is theirs, but 
And I'm sure it works fine, but it, they don't have the prowess of a gaming company doing this, whereas Microsoft has that name where they can do that. And, you know, and Google's just <clears throat> Google. And There uh, was some know. news about Amazon's, uh, was it Lord Little, of the Rings MMO? Or? Oh, yeah, Lord of the Rings, yeah. Got canceled. Or, oh, did it? Yep. So there you go. I mean, they just... The, the trust gaming is not easy. Gaming do, is not no, easy. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, if you... If you're going to go with the cloud service, you might as well go with a gaming one that is already established, you know, because it's not, you know? Yeah, and yeah. I mean, they've shown that oh, they do, the like, like, Xbox Live, just, like, it's always been pretty much the best online service of these gaming companies out there. It's been top tier in that regard. So you, I do have a little more faith in xCloud because of that. At the same time, I just don't think we're there yet. We don't... No, we, we, don't, the, we, don't. we, the internet, like, uh, in the United States, we, do not United have States. internet. Yeah. <laughs> We do not. We're not ready. <laughs> so but Biden yeah. just, uh, without being political, Biden just apparently signed a something that says that he wants to be able to bring better internet to it's America. Infrastructure. Yeah, it's infrastructure, and that's the thing. Is all these fucking ISP companies have these fucking deals and you it's know mafias. Back We've said that how many times? Yeah, yeah it, it is like. You know, I, I read stories that's like, hey, Google was planning on building fiber in, like, the city, and, you know, they got strong-armed out because, you know, whatever. And it's like, oh, that was Comcast territory or whoever territory. Fuck all these ISPs. Fuck like them. Yakuza. Literally. I would love to see a Yakuza game. <laughs> like, what would that be? Like, just mafia, like, in America? <laughs> like, hey, man, you can't be building fiber in this neighborhood. This is our type. ISP, ISP Wars? Yeah. yeah. ISP Wars? ISP Wars. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh man, so let's let's go with it. Well, there was numbers that were released. The NPD, I didn't have them on here. Did you put them on this list? No, I have it up though. So just... Oh yeah, okay. You you actually put you typed it in. Um, let's start with that because that was the first thing I think came out last week. So yeah. Um, so let's see. Uh, March twenty twenty one, consumer spending crossed video game hardware, content, accessories reached a March record of five point six billion dollars, eighteen percent higher compared to a year ago when quarantine began. Um, first quarter consumer spending, uh, $14.9 billion, which is 30% higher than 2020's first quarter. Um, absolutely insane. Hardware dollar sales were 47% higher than a year ago and a March record of $680 million. Uh, the previous high for March was $552 million all the way back in March of 2008. So you have to go 13 years to, to, to find a March that was... Uh, just a little worse than this one. Uh, that was the second best. Um, let's see. Nintendo Switch was the best-selling hardware platform in both units and dollars during the month of March. Uh, so crazy numbers there. In the first quarter, Nintendo Switch was the unit sales leader, while PlayStation 5 ranked first in hardware dollar sales. PlayStation 5 is the fastest-selling console in U.S. history in both unit and dollar sales, uh, i.e. lifetime sales. How? Five How? Like, the, like, I've been me- waiting for that comment. Like, I'm just like, I'm well, trying to find those numbers. Period, just... though. It's like when you say the fastest selling, all you're, those, you're, all those you're factories that have time. been owned by the by the scalpers. All yeah, but like that's what I'm saying. Like in this in this time frame, Corey, since they all the console twice, has right? launched, this is the fastest selling console in this time frame. How? Like, they, <clears> they have a shortage. Like, we know that because they're all in warehouses that scalpers but, own. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, they have, have they actually sold or they back up for resale? No, I mean, That's the real is, question. Uh, everything's sell, selling out, so yeah, like, they just made a little bit more than the other company that's selling all theirs out. Too. Yeah, because I mean, the thing is, before this, I mean, it's pro- it was probably PlayStation Four. I don't, 
I don't know definitively, but because the thing is, you got to think, um, the Switch launched in a March period and then, you know, uh, kind of dry summer. Um, yeah. So it was a non-holiday quarter. Um, Xbox wasn't going to do that. Um, and it's not like PS3 or 360 uh, was going to do, and Wii U was going to do better than that. So uh, it, it doesn't make sense when you think about it logically on paper, but when you think about it realistically, like, like these are unicorns, like just yeah. fucking unicorns and, and scalpers, you know, money and stuff like that. So yeah, that's weird. there's that. At the top of the charts, we got Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Um, Return to the top of the monthly bestsellers chart. Uh, Cold War was also the best-selling title of both the first quarter as well as the 12-month period ending in March. Apparently, they're <laughs> so, having a big thing going on soon where they're nuking the entire thing and like literally nuking it, and they're going to have like all these maps that happen underground because of it. There's something... I, like My coworker was talking about it. It's like, yeah, they're nuking it. It's going to be like this whole cataclysm-type thing. I was like, oh. I, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I guess the Call of Duty really has just become like, I don't know, it just the, the casual mainstream shooter of choice. Yeah, yeah, it's still it's still the thing that you know when people I mean, it's not FPS up, anymore, just Call of Duty. I'm playing Call of Duty. It doesn't yeah. matter what FPS you're playing. Yeah. I'm playing Call it's of Duty. still when you know an acquaintance realizes you're into games, like oh, so Call of Duty. It's like mm. no, <laughs> yeah, it's become synonymous with gaming uh, essentially and stuff like that. Um, so other than that, uh, let's see, Monster Hunter Rise debuted as March's second bestseller. Um, one month on the market, lifetime dollar sales of Monster Hunter. Ranked second among uh, the Monster Hunter franchises, trailing only Monster Hunter World, which launched on both systems and PC for notation there. Outriders launches a third best-selling game of March, even uh, though it was debuted on Game Pass. So just another uh, proof in the pudding of games being on Game Pass not necessarily taking away sales. Uh, so that's good. Mario Kart 8, trucking along, sixth place. Um, best... <laughs> NPD put this out. Uh, thanks, Matt. This is the Call of Duty of Nintendo. <laughs> Mario Kart 8 is the best-selling racing genre video game in U.S. history. Oh, my God. Uh, I, I guess it usurped Gran Turismo. I, like, I don't know what other title it could have. I mean, when like, the, the, the game has like, been on, like, two systems for, like, eight years. And <laughs> I don't even think it's the best Mario Kart, but... <laughs> Um, let's see. Uh, the March launch of the Switch version of Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time helped the title raise number 15 after placing 65th in February. So, uh, power of the Switch there. Uh, let's see. Just glancing at the top 20. Uh, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales hanging around at number 5. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah. <laughs> Unintentional. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla axing in at number 7. Animal Crossing, uh, crossing in at number eight. Um, Minecraft still digging at number ten. Can't think of any more of these puns, so we'll move on. Uh, <laughs> there. Right. That's that's pretty much the, the highlights there. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Quick, some quick news here. Discord is reportedly staying independent. The Microsoft talks are gone. Thank God. Thank God. Like, mm-hmm. I was so dreading this being absorbed. <laughs> By Microsoft. Yeah. As much yeah. as I love just Xbox, I love Game Pass, love the integration, Windows 10, cross gaming, um, this xCloud that I am excited for to try out and stuff like that. I did not want them meddling with Discord. Well, their their purchase history though has not been great with that. That's what I mean. Like this stuff they developed, but like their purchase history has not been great with you know integrating yeah. things together. Like what they've done to Skype. You know yeah. I mean, like that's the base example. 
Skype, Rare. Um, rare. Uh, the only thing that's really been successful off the top of my head is Minecraft, but that's Minecraft. just kind of its own thing. But that like, was like it's too big to fail, right? That was like yeah. too big to fail. Well, right? I mean, yeah. you, you never know with when someone, you know. But just saying, that was almost already to the point where it just kind of generated its, its own. Right, like, right. It's just doing its own thing. It, they didn't need to do anything. They like, just they needed, needed to, to say, actively. Yeah. Worse than that, that genre, that game to to like kill it, like not just like they could have just been like, all right, guys, like there you go, just just sell my. Yeah, I mean, I, they could have absolutely been like, you know what, this is ours now, <laughs> only on Xbox. You know, it's like they could have done that. They could have, yeah, they could have done that. So. so, yeah, no, I'm glad this is not going through as well. We've said that before in the other, on the previous podcasts. Uh, let's see, did you guys watch the Resident Evil trailer reveal and the gameplay? Did not. No, I want to go in blind on this one. Okay. Um, like, I'm a. It looks really good. I watched yeah, it. I would say I'm like a like a slightly above average fan of Resident Evil, but um, okay. it's one of those things that I get more excited like uh, seeing and hearing my brother or like Happel talk about it because they're like super super fans of Ari. Um, so I don't want to like know anything else. Like going blind and all that. Oh. Watch my brother or Happel play their, and stuff like that. Their demo thing i think was a big mistake i think 30 minutes of access during a certain scheduled time period i think it was a bad idea um you know if some if you don't if you're not available during that time you can't play the demo like there's no or like, because it's only during a specific time everyone's playing it at that same time that's the other and that's oh, the other problem that demo? happened it was a limited demo? demo yes yep oh it's over it's already over i think it is over i think it was last saturday Crazy. Just for thirty minutes. That, that was thirty it. minutes. That's it. Holy shit! So you play for thirty minutes. I, I think there was a time frame, but you had only thirty minutes to play the game, in like a certain amount of hours to play it. So that's so fucked up. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I understand what they were trying to do, but that's that, super. That, like I remember, it was kind of shitty when Nintendo on the 3DS was like, you get ten uses of this demo, and then you're locked out. It's like, all right. I'm surprised they didn't yeah. do something like they did with like Seven, where it's like. You know that kitchen, whatever that was. I thought that was yeah. really cool. Like do like a little, like a, a game, like like you know, um, fucking Silent Hill thing. Oh my god, what's that PT, called? PT, PT, yeah. Do something like that, man. Come on, yeah. give us some like yeah. side thing where it's like then you opens it up, you're like oh shit, that will be the Resident Evil game. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Square Enix is joining E3 Digital now. That's confirmed. Mm, yeah. Outriders is a Square game, so. Yeah, not surprised. They're having good. They're having yeah. They're doing all right right now. So, let's get some more uh, hype. Uh, speaking of hype, let's talk about Apex. So Apex. Uh, Bring it yeah. Back. I, I never played Apex. Uh, I did very much what? enjoy Titanfall, wow. and I'm kind of interested in Apex now. Like there's, they're bringing their. I didn't realize it was in the same universe as their Titanfall universe. I think it's awesome yeah. they're doing this like yeah. connected thing. I mean, it, it doesn't they make any sense. They said that in the beginning, but yeah. Yeah, but, but like, people so, forgot. So what is the um? What are we getting here with this Titanfall fans expansion kind of thing that they're doing? Well, they, season, they released a nine, right? uh, basically doing like an Overwatch thing and like putting mm-hmm. out a little mini short, uh, introducing a new character that's coming to the to the game and kind of showing her off. But the short was called North Star, which is also the name of one of the Titans in Titanfall Two, not the Titan, which <laughs> I confused some people. Oh. Yeah, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> um, like, but I yeah. Um, yeah, there's a so I guess this character is you know like essentially they're basically direct like tying in Titanfall into this instead of just being like oh yeah this is taking place in the Titanfall universe. Uh, so yeah, I think the character is like one of the top North Star pilots or something like that. I think it's supposed oh. to be the daughter of a character that was in 
the game, maybe. Mm. Um, I mean, also some of the guns are the same, like have the same names. That's the other thing that that's always been there for Titanfall. And some of the, I mean, obviously not wall running, but the climbing mechanics feel similar in the game as well. So, yeah, they'll tie it in. Um, I haven't played, I, I played it a little bit, like a few months back, but, you know, I was playing it more before. But there's a lot of new characters now, a lot going on. And, um, yeah, maybe this will get a, a new boost of enthusiasm. Um, I, I know that if you go in there now, though, you're going to get killed. The game is very hard, very competitive. But um, it's interesting to see what they can do with this now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's cool. Like, uh, I really liked Apex when it first came out, what, two years ago now? Or yeah, I think so. Right? Probably about it that. It was pre COVID because right? we were all at the Super yeah. Bowl or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's really cool. I mean, I only stopped just because, like, uh, I think I was just exhausted of Battle Royale at that point because, like, I'd so played so many. I was like, yeah, you know, like, if this had come out first, I probably would have. There's so yeah. many characters now. Like I didn't realize how many. They du- they, they d- doubled at least what they had originally. Doubled? Double. Holy shit! Yeah. Wow. Holy shit! Um, so they made it. I mean, that's why I like. I gotta give Respawn credit. I mean, they they really stick by their stuff. I mean, they've done a great job with content in their. I mean, remember Titanfall and Titanfall Two. Yeah, Titanfall the content Two was so got good. So yeah. much content, and like, yeah. I'm just glad that it se- at least it seems on the surface level we haven't received reports of it. Like. Yeah, he's just happy to be like, here you go, respawn, like, make us money. Like, do whatever you want, just make us money. And respawn's yeah. like, all right, we'll do what well, we we're the only ones that are doing that, so, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. But uh, I do I like. Mean, I really think this drums up hype for Titanfall, Titanfall 3 soon. I hope it does. And and honestly, because that, that's the thing, is I, I think I remember telling you guys back when Titanfall 2 came out, I was like, guys, this game is seriously amazing. And, like, it's, yeah. it's criminal that. Nobody was playing it. Like nobody was talking about it because I think it got sandwiched between Call of Duty and something else that year. That sandwiched in for like between two weeks of two big games re- being released. Yeah, was, yeah. was that the game also that was kind of cross generational as well, where there was like a 360 version and a no, that was Titanfall one. That was the first I, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Titanfall, Titanfall two was... got got sent to die from EA. I mean, it basically got put out there between two like like Assassin's Creed and and Call of Duty, like in weeks of like in the week in between. Yeah, it, it was oh, absurd. Was it Battlefield, maybe, too? Oh, it's Battlefield. Battlefield. Battlefield and Call of Duty. It's like, what are you doing, EA? Like, what the fuck? You own two of those games. Like, come on, man. You own two of them. Um, but, you know, I remember just saying, like, guys, this is, like, game of the year worthy and stuff like that. And I just remember loving that game so much. And I still look at it. I'm like, man, I should just play through this campaign again. I never do that with first person. So much fun, that campaign. So um, good. But, but I'm hoping I'm hoping with this they can drum up excitement for Titanfall 3 because I would absolutely love to see, you know, just what what that would be on the next gen experience um yeah. what's Obviously, interesting I'm... speaking of like the whole being gimped and stuff like that's what we're getting like the, there was a leak i think with um call of duty people saying like the next two call of duties are getting gimped because of uh ps4 and xbox one like they're not going to be good as good as they could be because we got to put them out on these older systems <laughs> so it's, it means that that's, that's what happens though when you get a new system yeah. and you gotta put everything on everything so yeah but uh, no, I think it's really cool that they did like a character show. I'm not sure if they've done that before because I kind of no. I mean, that's kind of new, yeah. Um, <clears> but it does definitely need nine minutes, so yeah. It's but good. it definitely has that. Um, it was eight minutes long. The yeah. Overwatch yeah. character shorts that they used to do, <laughs> um, where it was like, hey, you know, kind of like background history of a, like it felt so much like a, a Brigitte or a Ryan mm-hmm. Hart's origin yeah. kind of 
where it's like, oh, like flash, you know, go back between time periods and stuff like that. So that had me hyped, even though I don't play this game. I was like, all right, you know what? Maybe I'll just like pop in and like try the new character and stuff like that and download it again. Um, which I think ties into our next bit of news loosely in that Jeff no, Kaplan okay. uh, is leaving Blizzard. Yeah. Leaving Blizzard. Pouring out, man. Pouring out. Like the director for Overwatch is the face of Overwatch. Like, yeah. this is the only person ever that I remember of Blizzard being front and center of a franchise. Like, despite all the, the years of WoW, despite all the years of like StarCraft, any of those other games, nobody Diablo, had to catch yeah. a face oh, to it. Yeah, exactly. had to face to it. Yeah. Yep. But Overwatch, I mean, he was there. All the videos, all the like developer updates, Overwatch League, he was there. You know, he did like I think the opening yeah. and closing or, or handing the trophy over and stuff like that. So this is huge. I mean, you're knees deep in the middle of Overwatch 2 development and you're just like, Yeah, I'm good. I want to move on. Regardless of what hat like even if it was on like amicable terms, this cannot be good for Overwatch 2. Like at all. It, it seems very rosy. And I'm just kind of like, there's got to be a reason behind the scenes. There's, I do think it like, was interesting that the initial really. statement wasn't really from him, and then there's like a little thing he said that was vaguer. So, I yes, don't know. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's yeah, it's hard to imagine. I mean, obviously, Overwatch burnout bottom. happens, but yeah, yeah I know. It, like, I, I don't know what the state of Overwatch Two is because we don't know. They haven't updated anybody in a long time on I mean, it. This is a game um, that was supposed to be out. <laughs> right? yeah. so it's yeah. like I, it's not happening this year there's no way and like what yeah. is overwatch 2 like why why are you doing this like this whole thing is like this ongoing game that you can just feed into like you don't need overwatch 2 you it's all activision it's like we yeah. just expand the story i you bet you that was i bet you that was like the root of everything else that came after because like i mean jeff literally said like i think like you will never have to buy like Overwatch yeah. two or like I'm pretty sure he even said like Overwatch two like in like years and years ago and Activision like no you got to make a sequel because we got to make you know X million copies at sixty bucks uh, you know now seventy bucks a uh, uh, pop and stuff like that and it's like yeah oh how can I sell them that when I promise this well we're gonna make you a fucking liar you son of a bitch and you're gonna be our fall guy their, their um, response was well you said it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's so so crazy because you need that too on it. Like you couldn't just like if even if it was just like Overwatch Adventures or something well, stupid where it wasn't. I mean, a two, I do think at this point it, there is, it, it, it does title. feel a little stale now. It, they kind of do need to remake it. Um, so but they're I not remaking say. it. This game doesn't look like they're remaking it. They're basically adding single player options. That's substan- if they're substantial enough, that sure, but it's still it like sounds like they're still continuing universe. with Overwatch. Yeah, you're like, expanding your universe. Weird. Anything that has anything to do with the multiplayer PvP aspect of Overwatch 2, it will be for Overwatch 1. It is literally they're just putting the PvE content behind, hey, you need to own Overwatch 2, you fucking asshole. You want to play <laughs> PvE with your friends? Asshole. You fucking asshole. Give us $60! Yeah, Give it to that's us. really what they're doing. With it. That's why it seemed like cause it was cash grabbed years ago when they announced it, and it's still it's probably still stands that way. And he's yeah. maybe he wasn't they happy with that. So I don't want to play the board table with like stopping the shorts and like they could have had like an Overwatch series. Like oh my god, there's so much like, they could have done with this. I know, like I you know, I'm even wearing my diva hoodie right now, but like I remember saying like this could be like a defining first person shooter like of a yeah. generation of multiple generations, and like just to see how far they've fallen like. It, it's a little it's a little sad not gonna lie um just because like i fell off of it so much like they just put the focus on the esports side of things and not like the characters like 
even like I think the event, like the archives or whatever, it's like, what is this? Like, what what are you doing anymore? Like, that was like you know, tell us the story. That was one of the reasons why I stopped playing. Was they started to like you know nerf or buff characters based on their esports performance, and I'm just like, this is like you know raising a basketball hoop because too many players are dunking in the NBA. It's like no, it's fine for like 90% of us. Like that 10 foot is fine, but uh, I don't know. It, so that I felt like they they buffed and nerfed things based on a very small percentage of the player base, and it kind of started to get to me a little bit. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, um, I don't know. Like, just Blizzard to me is just like a shell of their former selves. Um, not, I, I'm not that interested in Diablo Four, Overwatch Two, mildly. I mean, Diablo Four, you're not going to see for a while anyway. Oh, I know, but like that's it. You know what else do they have? Like nothing. Yeah. I, I, I have no interest in the Diablo Two remake. I had zero interest. That's in Crazy. I mean, it's like used what it used to be like Bioware, Blizzard, anything that came out, just like. Tens, nines, ten, like you know, you yeah. know it was gonna be good. Now it's like, well, yeah, because they got bought out by larger companies. Um, so yeah. this, that to me is examples of buyouts not working, like uh, for consumers. It's just cool. Now Activision owns these Blizzard properties and they pump out shit. Cool, awesome, yay! Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Bethesda. Let's see what happens. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. We, we were just talking about Microsoft, so we'll we'll see. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, we'll see what uh, what he does. I mean, where's he going to go, you think? Oh. Uh, that new company that Off. got started by the ex-Blizzard um, yeah, ex founders. Yeah. I forget the name of the company. Okay. They, start, they literally started a company and were like, hey, we want to make... I'm pretty sure they even like flat out said like we want to make RTS games again or or something like that, and it's like oh we want to do what we used to do and not yeah. be held down by the corporate greed. <laughs> yeah, exactly, because, you know... Oh, God. Yeah. I don't know. That's pretty much it for the news, except oh, for the... Oh, God, writing on a sad note, man. No, we'll end on the good one. Oh, no, Lego, no, no, no. Super no, no, Mario, no. Luigi. Oh, okay. You, you can do that. You can do that. There's, there's another bit <laughs> of news. What's the other one? The, oh, the, the other bit of news is Sony reversed their uh, stance on the, the shop oh, for PS3 right. and PS Vita. That's right. They're going to keep it up. PS still going yeah. by, but um, PS3 and PS Vita are staying up for... Who knows how long, yeah. but longer, which I think is a good move. I know you guys talked about it a little bit last year, or uh, last episode, uh, last week, not year. Um, but it's actually good to see them do that, because I didn't think Sony would reverse a decision like that, um, just because... They were getting a lot of bad flack for that, and it was also scaring oh, people yeah. for digital that, um, aspects of things. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, coupled with the idea that, you know, the PS4 and maybe even the PS5 since will brick itself eventually. Yeah, I mean, you know, and that that's the part to me where, like, it, sh- it really shows the difference between the Microsoft ecosystem and the PlayStation or the Sony ecosystem, where it's like, Xbox like, hey, you have this 360 game on your account? Cool, as long as it's enabled on the Xbox One and Series yeah. whatever, however the naming goes. It's like, cool, you can download it, you can play it, and it'll be better. It'll be, you know, better frame rate, better optimized, better resolution, whatever. You don't have to pay for it. Sony's like... Oh, you bought this game on your PS3 fucking back in 2006? Fuck you. Like, fuck you. Or, or you could rebuy the digital version on the PS5 that's your, that you already paid for. Yeah, yeah. get, get the remastered too. version, too, while you're at it. Fuck you. It's like, just, okay, cool. Thanks, Sony. Like, appreciate I, w- it. I will say, I will say, not to just slam on Sony, Nintendo needs to reverse this as well at some point, because they've been doing this a lot, too. 
they need to start incorporating their games into their next gen units, like the games you've purchased, moving it along. I think they do. I don't know if they're going to ever do that with <clears> the <throat> demand that they get for these old games. That's over it. And yeah, over they can sell the same Mario game. I, mean, like... I know, but they're a huge. They do this all well, the time. Well, I mean, so so I I, I don't necessarily disagree with you, but at the same time. There was no way to do that with the Wii U and the Switch because I get that. I get that. You yeah. know, the plan. Um, I don't going for it. right. right. Really nice. well, but the yeah. thing is, like, if, if we if we look at the best case scenario, it should be because uh, you could play GameCube games on the Wii, you could play Wii games on the Wii U, you could play Game Boy Advance games on the DS, DS games on the 3DS. Like, there there is precedent that they were like, yeah, just play your old games on this yeah. and stuff like that. So there's precedent. I obviously hope for that. And I think that again, that's part of why they went with the. Just, uh, the other thing, yeah, I mean, like with how popular the Switch is, it's got so much following. I feel like if you move to a new system, let them bring their games with them as well, and I think you've you you hit another home run automatically. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, because that's the thing is, like, you know, the more you have uh, of a user of a of a fan base of a following, the more profitable it is for you to keep those people happy. Because you know, again, we like what they pissed off twelve million Wii U customers, like. Yeah. They sell that much in like a quarter. They sell that I much know. in a quarter, a fucking one holiday quarter. You know, Plus like they, how shit. many of the re- Wii U games have they re-released? They made a fortune on. Right, every single one of them. Every single one of them has, has sold better than the Wii U version. Yeah, yeah. Um, because you know it was the the quality yeah. is good. But obviously, if Switch Two comes out, and they're like, yeah, you can't download those games and they don't work. I'd be like, it's a bad move. Don't know yeah. about that one. Because I'm still bitter about my PS3 because I bought a bunch of those PS classics. Like, um, yeah, the Half classic games should move with you. Zooey yes. Code 1 and 2. Uh, and I remember being so mad. Vagrant Hearts? Vagrant Hearts? Yeah, yeah. You, uh, Vagrant Story. Vagrant Story, not Hearts, yes. Vagrant Story. Vandal Hearts, I think, was a game. Yes, I'm mixing um, the two together. <laughs> but I remember being so mad that it's like, hey, PS classics, you can't download on your PS4. I'm like, why? Why? Yeah. Because they're digital, like it, it should work. That cell, man, yeah. that cell processor fucked you over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, only the cell processor has the power to do PS1 games, boys. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I think it's going to wrap up this episode of the Gamecast. Thanks for tuning in. You can write us allyoucangeek at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, allyoucangeek. Like us on Facebook. If you're watching us on YouTube, please hit hit that subscribe and the like button. We appreciate it, guys. We will see you next week.